Here we go. What's going on, everybody? This is Corey Enman again, and this is episode two of the podcast, Your Fat Doesn't Care. Now, if you uh, if you listen to my last podcast, it was basically me talking about Your Fat Doesn't Care, where I came up with that phrase, how I came up with that phrase, and what it means. And really, in a nutshell, it just means that no matter what your excuses are, no matter what your justifications are, no matter what story you've made up as to why you're not you know, you're not fit or you don't have the body of your dreams or you're fat or you're overweight or you're, you know, you're just not feeling good. Whatever those stories and excuses and, and, and justifications are, they don't matter because your fat doesn't care. Your fat is still going to go onto your hips, still going to go onto your belly. It's still going to go onto your tricep. Wherever your fat wants to go, it's going to go. So really it's either you start changing, stop making those excuses, stop buying your own story, start making changes or you're just going to keep getting fat and really no one is going to be able to do anything about it. So that, that was it. That was the nutshell, but you should go back and listen to it. There's a lot of good stuff in there. A lot of good nuggets. Now, if you did listen to my first podcast, you can tell it was my first one. One, because the audio quality was okay. I bought a really nice microphone, super excited. Problem was, is I'm a dumbass and I was speaking into the backside of the microphone the whole time. So Instead of speaking in the front of the mic, I actually was speaking in the back. You know, so um, that the audio quality was okay. And then I was in my studio, also known as my garage, because my wife is home, and uh, I didn't want to be distracted. But it had like an echo. So um, now I have been promoted into the real studio, which is my home, and I have a room where it's quiet and there's no background echo. So hopefully the audio quality on this is better. It's easier to listen to, and I'm talking into the mic and the front of the mic. So, yeah, here we go. Um, all right. So today's podcast is something that's near and dear to my heart. It's something I deal with on a daily basis. Um, all of my clients that know me, it's like one of my, it's one of my quotes. It's one of my mottos, and it's "Eat your effing calories." Um, and I'm always telling my clients to eat their effing calories. Now, 99% of my clients are female. And a lot of times, coaches and trainers who don't know what the fuck they're doing tell their people to stop eating so many calories. I, on the other hand, have actually studied and tested it thousands and thousands of times using the most accurate form of body fat testing. Um, and we found that... When you eat your calories and you eat more than you're used to and you eat a very specific amount of calories according to what your body burns and needs, you can actually build lean muscle, drop fat mass at the same exact time while losing weight. Yep, by eating more calories, you can actually drop fat, which is what we all want to do, build lean muscle, which you want to do. You're not going to bulk up from building lean muscle, drop body fat and still lose weight. But the problem is, is most trainers know what the hell they're doing, don't know what they're talking about. They get their information from God knows who, men's health, men's fitness, whatever stupid ass magazine they read that day. Um, and I know because I was that same person, right? When I first became a trainer, when you become a trainer, they don't teach you about nutrition, which is totally ludicrous because fitness is like 80 to 90 to 99% nutrition. And I've been studying it for a long time. And the results and, and any coach or trainer that gets their clients real long-term lasting results knows it's nutrition. So if you're not studying nutrition, you are not going to get your clients the result they want. I mean, you can work out anywhere on any at any fitness facility. 
You can download shit on YouTube all day and you can get strong. Christ, just do push-ups, sit-ups, jumping jacks and plank, some lunges every day and you'll your whole body will get strong. It's not about getting stronger, right? Most people, especially now because most of the country's fat and obese, are trying to lose weight. What they don't know is they need some guidance. They don't know that when you lose weight, you have muscle that you can lose and you have fat that you can lose. Now, if a coach knows what the hell he's doing or she's doing, they'll want you to just lose fat mass while maintaining lean muscle or building lean muscle. You also have trainers who don't know what the hell they're talking about and say you can't do both. You can't build muscle and drop fat at the same time. They are the stupidest trainers out there. And if your trainer or coach has said that to you, fire them immediately and then send them this podcast so that they can actually learn what the hell they're doing. So um, it is possible to build muscle, drop fat, and lose weight at the same time. And in turn, you end up dropping body fat percentage and you look better, you feel better, you get more fit, That's and it's long-term. So let me talk about calories though, right? And why I say eat your effing calories. Calories, the definition of a calorie, it's the amount of heat required to raise the temperature of water one degree centigrade, right? So basically, I know you don't listen to what I just said, and that's okay, but it's basically, in short, it's it's an amount of heat. It's a measurement of heat. So calories are actually a measurement of heat. So when we eat food, what are we actually eating? We're actually eating heat. So it's not like if you eat two pounds of food and you put it in your stomach, you just gain two pounds, and that's what shows up on the scale. It doesn't work like that, right? The second you eat your food, our body works at digestion, and once it breaks it down, it takes that heat and uses it for whatever it needs to use it for, if it's given the right amounts. Now, our body is also heat because we are cellular creatures, right? We are made of cells, and that is energy, and energy is heat. So we're actually made of energy and heat, and when... We take in too much heat, which means we eat too many calories over the heat that we need to function or burn, we gain weight. So if we burn 2,000 calories a day and we eat more than that, our body stores the extra heat as fat and we gain weight. On the other hand, if we burn more than we take in, we lose weight. It's called laws of physics, right? Thermodynamics, there's different laws of physics. So whether you agree with it or not is irrelevant. And I can't tell you how many women in my lifetime have tried to convince me that their bodies defy the laws of physics. Um, and they don't. And I know there's people out there that are like, no, you don't understand my, my thyroid. I just gain weight by looking at food. and My hormones, I just got, I gained 60 pounds, even though I was eating fish and vegetables all day, which is total bullshit, right? Yeah, does the thyroid play a part? Sure. But the thyroid usually has, you usually have issues with thyroid because you've had a history of terrible um, calorie and eating habits. And of course, as you hit, as you get older and people's hormones change, it does have an effect. But let me tell you something in regards to weight loss. If I put you on Survivor Island for 38 fucking days and you had crickets to eat, I guarantee you, you're going to lose weight no matter what is going on with your thyroid or your hormones. So ultimately, in regards to weight loss and weight gain, it does strictly come down to calories. Now, you got a bunch of meatheads out there, uh, a bunch of fitness experts and a bunch of fitness pros or whatever they call themselves on Instagram that tell you, you know what, you don't need to count your calories. You know, don't need, no counting calories. I see commercials. No counting calories. Why? Because Weight Watchers want you to count points, which is basically the same damn thing as calories. It's just instead of 100, it's one. You know, so you're just counting less. But it's like, don't count calories. You shouldn't be counting calories. You're not counting calories, which is probably the stupidest shit I've ever heard, especially as a fitness pro, 
Because that's like saying, I want to make a million dollars, but I'm not going to count my dollar bills. That's exactly the, that's exactly the same. I want to lose weight, but I'm not going to count the one thing that is completely 100% directly tied to weight loss and weight gain, which are calories. I'm going to instead focus on how my clothes feel. Okay, great. <laughs> if you have spandex pants, that's pretty freaking stupid, right? But it, my point is, if you're going to focus on weight loss and weight gain, and usually weight loss because that's what most of the industry wants to do now because everybody's overweight, you have to focus on calories. Now, some trainers are like, oh, but all calories aren't created equal. Totally right, which we'll talk about. But, and are calories the only thing you should be counting? No, if calories are the only thing you're counting, you're also an idiot. Your trainer or coach is also an idiot. And you should fire them immediately. Calories help you determine weight gain and weight loss. Okay. There's a lot that goes into what kind of weight gain and weight loss you have. And that's where eat your effing calories comes from. So what I did is, is back in the day when I was an idiot trainer and didn't know what I was talking about, um, I gave all my clients 1200 calories. And I talked about a little bit on my last podcast. Um, and where did I get that number? You know, you're, if you're a female listening to this podcast right now, I can guarantee you've probably been told at some point you should be eating twelve to 1,500 calories by somebody, whether it was a personal trainer or your friend who did it or freaking my fitness pal defaults to that. There's so many people and systems and this and that that have you eat 1,200 calories. Where the hell did that number come from? And why the hell is everybody eating those calories? And what's funny is everybody's body's different. Everybody's, you, you burn more calories the bigger you are, the taller you are. So putting everybody into a set of like 12 to 1500 calories is, is number one, the stupidest thing. So if you're listening to me right now and you are eating 1200 calories, unless you are four foot nine and weigh 79 pounds, you should not be eating 1200 calories. That is very stupid. And if you have a coach or a trainer or a friend or a nutritionist that has you on 1200 calories, send them this podcast. Tell them to listen to it and tell them to stop doing what they're doing because they don't know what the hell they're doing. Okay. And hopefully they can learn something today. All right. So, so when it comes to 1200 calories, it's the stupidest thing you could do. Now, here's what happened to me. Um, back in the day when I was a trainer and I've been training now for 15 years and I've got a bunch of certifications. Um, but what makes me different than most trainers is I have weighed every single client of mine in for the past 14 years. And now I own boot camps. I own three different boot camp facilities. So we have hundreds and hundreds of clients. We still weigh in every single day and I've tracked it. I've tracked their nutrition. I've tracked their food. I've tracked their weight. So I've probably had over, I don't know, a half a million weigh-ins, 250,000 weigh-ins. That's a lot of friggin' data. Um, and then what I did was I tested it according to food and food has numbers too, right? Because calories are, are, are numbers so we can measure things. So what I used to do back in the day when I didn't know what I was doing and I was just like the other meathead trainers, I gave all my female clients 1,200 calories. I said, this is what you're going to do, 1,200 calories. And they said, okay. Right? And I did that because, I don't know, everybody else did it too. Now, the difference between a good trainer and a bad trainer, good trainers would tell people, you know, here's what you're supposed to do, and then they'd hold them accountable to it. Other ones just say, oh, no, we're not going to focus on that because they didn't know how to do it. So I said, all right, you're going to eat this and I'm going to hold you accountable to it. And I had some crazy ass ways of holding people to accountable to it. But of course, they ate 1,200 calories. And did they lose weight? Absolutely. 1,200 calories is a low calorie amount that people should be eating. So they lost weight. I was really good at holding them accountable. I used a lot of um, fear of pain. 
and um, a lot of emotional and, and mental conditioning and habits and things like that, but I was able to get them to lose weight. Problem was, and it's because I didn't know any better, is weight, you know, if you lose weight, you don't know if you're just measuring it based on the scale, you don't know what kind of weight you're losing. You know, and there's people that be like, oh, you know, it's water weight or it's this or that or that. Well, you know what? You don't know until you actually start measuring that kind of stuff. And, you know, back in the day, you could use skin fold calipers and, you you know, you still can. And it's obviously not accurate because it's a piece of plastic and a freaking, uh, you know, a, a spring. Um, but it gives you a guideline. But really, if you're just going by the scale, you have no idea what you're doing to your mass, your lean muscle mass and your fat mass. So what happened was, is um, I did that for years and my clients would lose weight, but then they would leave. And then, of course, they would start eating normal again. And what would happen? They gain weight. And if you've ever watched the stupidest TV show on on planet Earth, as uh, and that's the biggest loser, you would know that I think something like 99.9% of those people who have lost hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pounds have not only gained all of their weight back, I think some, they say, have gained more back. I think only like the first one, the first biggest loser person actually maintained it. And that's because I think she became an, a triathlete. So she actually was keeping it off. Everybody else has gained it all back, which happens when you go into a heavy caloric deficit. So I used to give them 1,200 calories and they would lose weight and then they would leave and then they would gain it back. And then they'd come back and then they'd, I'd put them back on 1,200, right? And it's this terrible up and down yo-yo. And if you're listening right now and you're female, it's probably what you've gone through. And unless you're fit right now, you've at some point lost weight doing that caloric restriction, 800, 900 calories, master cleanse, some douchebag cleanse, whatever stupid ass thing that your friend who lost 10 pounds one week told you to do, you did it. And it worked for like three days. Um, so I know you're, you're hearing this and you're like, yeah, that was me. And now I just need to say, okay, if you believe that that works, then why don't people have the bodies of their dreams or the weight loss that they want maintained doing that? And I'll give you a lot of science to back it up and why. All right. So about four years ago, now I bought into the Fit Body Bootcamp franchise. Um, one of the best decisions I ever made is great leadership at, at Bedros Koulian, who has the Empire podcast, is an incredible man. Um, I learned how to market, so I started to really grow my business. Um, so we had started doing six week challenges then. Um, and those were just starting to take off at that time. Now everybody and their sister and brother does them and, and they're even getting worse now. Um, and I'll talk about that in a second, but we did six week challenge, but there was money involved. So we had to be really accurate with our results and it wasn't just weight loss because I knew weight loss and I used to wrestle in high school. Weight loss is easy, right? I mean, you literally can cut five pounds of, of weight in an hour, throw some sweatpants on. And, you know, I used to cut five pounds in an hour at wrestling practice so that I could make weight the next day, right? Because you just drop a ton of water weight. You can, you know, take diuretics, you can dehydrate yourself. You can literally starve and do a ton of cardio, and lose weight. Is that healthy? No, of course not. So you can lose weight very easily. So I didn't want to do a challenge where it was strictly about weight loss because I knew people would do stupid shit, which is what most of them do now with these new drop 20 pounds in six week challenges where it's just pounds related. And you got people doing a lot of dumb shit a week before, you know, they get their money back if they lose the 20 pounds. Um, so you got people doing a lot of dumb shit and we're not teaching them health and fitness. We're teaching them how to, how to do really bad things to their bodies so that we hit a weight loss goal. Um, so 
I wanted something that was accurate. So we started to use like the Omron body, the handheld, and that thing was a piece of shit. So we stopped using that because it's super not accurate. Um, so then I went to hydrostatic body fat testing, which universally is pretty accepted as the gold standard. Um, you know, there's the DEXA scan, there's the hydrostatic, there's a bunch of different things, but universally in the fitness industry, it's pretty um, accurate. Um, so we brought in at, um, so we brought in body fat test SoCal and uh, a good friend, Linda Finley. She's awesome in here in Southern California. She's amazing. So it's literally hydrostatic. It's literally this huge truck and they would come and we had all our challengers do hydrostatic where you literally get in a bathing suit, you exhale all of your air and you get in this huge tank of water and you, you go underwater. It's kind of like in science class in high school where you're trying to measure mass, where you put a rock in water and you measure however the hell you do it. It was kind of like that. So a bunch of science shit involved, but it's considered the most accurate. The cool thing was, is when they did this, the, the report that they got gave us their resting metabolic rate, which is how many calories their body burns resting. Okay. So this number on this sheet came with the report once you got your body fat test. So I'm in my office and I'll never forget. And we're, we're trying to figure out how many calories to give people because we're getting their results. Keep in mind now, I had still been giving people 1,200 calories, even though I had studied nutrition and, and I went through things and I understood it. I was still giving people this, you know, 1,200-ish calories, give or take. So this girl comes in. She was the smallest girl in the challenge. She was 5 feet, 97 pounds. And you say, well, why the hell is she doing the challenge? Because you can be 97 pounds and still have high body fat because you, you eat shitty. You don't eat a lot. You just eat shitty and you don't have muscle. So she wanted to drop body fat percentage. Um, so she comes in and gives me her body fat sheet and this sheet has her resting metabolic rate. So when I say resting metabolic rate, resting metabolism. So how many calories her body burns doing nothing resting. So she gives me the sheet and her resting metabolic rate. How many calories this little girl's body burns doing nothing was 1300 calories. So if this five foot 97 pound girl's body requires 1300 calories sleeping and I'm feeding all of my clients 1200 calories total. What was I doing to every single client? That's right. I was starving every damn one of them. So if you're eating 1200 calories, unless I said, like I said, if you're 79 pounds and you are four foot nine, then 1200 might be a good number for you. But if you are at all, anything bigger than that, then you are starving your body. Now, will you lose weight? Yep. What kind of weight will you lose? You're going to lose lean muscle and you're going to lose fat mass. So basically what happened is I get that number and I was like, oh, shit, I am starving all my clients. And I thought, well, if this is accurate and hydrostatic body fat testing is supposed to be the most accurate, then if I just use calories like I should, I should be able to figure out how many calories they burn during the day take away some and they should still be able to lose weight and build muscle. So what I did was I took their resting metabolic rate and then I added what I figured they burn the rest of the day, right? Since on the report, it said 70% of what they burn is the resting. I just added a 30%. In four years now, we've done this about 2,500 times and we've tested a bunch of different percentages. Basically, if, unless you're doing a super crazy hard job and you know walking around all day is not that um, you're burning about 30% more during the day 
than you are you're resting. So she had 1,300 calories, and that means she's burning about another 30% for the rest of the day. So 30% of 1,300 is about, about 400, it's 390. Okay, so that means 1,300 sleeping and another 400 just chilling. So if you add that up, it's not really hard. I'll do it for you because I have my calculator right in front of me. <laughs> 1,700 calories. So this tiny girl who's 5 feet, 97 pounds, requires 1,700 calories just to do what? Sleep and live during the day because we're always burning calories, right? Sitting down doing a podcast and burning calories. When your your body needs calories, which are energy, to function. Your brain, which uses most of it, and then your organs and your body. Everything, you're always using energy. So we counted that other 30%. But now... That covers just their energy output, but now we need to figure out how much they're burning during boot camp. So we added boot camp, which we estimated three to 600 calorie burn because, you know, we've tested it and we do heart rate monitor testing and things like that. Um, depending on how hard someone works, they burn more or less, but 300 was a good number. So now that's 2000, right? That's 1700 plus the 300 they burn at boot camp. So now this 1300 RMR girls, 97 pounds, requires 2,000 calories for her body to function at rest, live throughout the day, and do one 45, 30-minute session of boot camp, 2,000 calories. Now, I don't know how many women actually eat 2,000 calories, just normal. Now, when we're eating healthy, we eat, we starve. But when we eat shitty, we can have 2,000 calories of wine in a night. And if you're a female, you know what I'm talking about. You're like laughing right now. Yes, I can drink a whole damn bottle by myself at night because my kids and work and all that stuff, right? So when we eat shitty, we can eat way over 2,000. But when we eat healthy, we usually starve, which causes a very bad habit, all right? So now this tiny girl, she needs 2,000 just to cover her daily function, right? So if I put her anything less than that, it's going to be too low for her to cover. But we still want her to lose a little bit of weight. So from there, I put her into a 500-caloric deficit. So 500 calories, and if you know anything about fitness – 500 calories times seven days is 3,500 calories. And 3,500 calories equals one pound, which means if you are in a 500 caloric deficit every day from what your body actually burns, you should lose a pound a week, right? So now that's 2,000. So that puts her at 1,500, give or take, right? So if she's doing 1,500, by laws of physics, she should lose about a pound a week. Now, all right, cool. And she's eating 1,500 calories. Do you think a, a five foot, 97 pound girl is used to eating 1,500 calories? No, she's probably used to eating 800. So I tell her, okay, it's 1,500 calories. And that's still on the low end. Okay. Now, if you're like one pound a week, that if you do that math, that's only one pound. I mean, that's only four pounds a, a month. Now, I don't know, I don't know many females on the planet where four pounds of weight loss a month is enough. Right. And if you're listening, I'd probably laugh. There's no way. However, if you want to lose two pounds per week, you have to be in a thousand calorie deficit. So for this girl, she was at two thousand. So a thousand from there puts her at a thousand. Great. Now, what are we doing again? We're starving her. She's now 300 below what her body needs to function at rest. So if you're taking in a thousand calories and your body needs thirteen hundred just to function at rest, are you effing up your body? Absolutely. So I said, all right, let's test this. Let me see if this works. So I gave all my clients 
calories based on their actual resting metabolic rate. And of course, the bigger you are, the heavier you are, the taller you are, the more calories your body burns because it's energy. So everybody had different calories and we tested it for six weeks. And lo and behold, and I just hoped, I was like, I hope this is accurate. I hope this works. I just hoped back then that it would work. And what do you think? The people that actually ate all of their effing calories and then hit the percentage of macros we told them, which are just protein, carbs, and fat, actually built muscle, dropped fat, and 100% of them that did it right lost weight, eating more calories than they've ever eaten before in their lives, and they all lost weight. So that's when we figured out, hey, we're doing this right. And people built muscle and dropped fat and lost weight. Did you hear that? So people were dropping fat, losing fat mass, building lean muscle, and still losing weight all at the same time, which some trainers will say you can't do because they're idiots. And then what happens to your body fat when you build muscle and drop fat at the same time? That turbo boosts your fat mass loss, so your or your body fat percentage. So your body fat percentage goes way down. Now, during a challenge, the hardest thing to do is getting women to fucking eat calories because most of the times we have been conditioned to starve. Some by their moms, some by their parents, some by their dance coaches, some by their cheerleading coaches, some by their friends, some by pictures, some by society, right? Bulimia, anorexia, anything. There's a million different reasons why women starve. And, and then, of course, there's this cardio. And, you know, you got to do more cardio and you have to eat this low calories to lose weight, which, yeah, you're going to lose weight. But what happens is you're going to lose weight and you're going to lose lean muscle and you're going to lose fat mass. So if you lose lean muscle and fat at the same time, you're not changing your body fat percentage. You're just a smaller fat person. And that's not what we want, right? In fact, they call that skinny fat. I call it skinny fat, right? So you're just a smaller fat person. So that's not what you want to do. And that's what everybody is still fucking doing. And coaches are still having their clients do that. Do more cardio. Eat less calories. Starve. Lose weight. Biggest loser. They're doing all this crazy shit eating no calories. Oh, look at all the weight I lost. Yeah, and look at your internal systems that have literally been destroyed. And those of you who have thyroid issues, I don't even have to guess because I know because I've been testing it and studying it. I can guarantee you, you've gone through about 1,500 different starving cycles where you starve, lose a bunch of weight, gain it back. Starve, lose a bunch of weight, gain it back. Starve, or you've just been starving forever and you can't eat because of whatever emotional or physiological thing that you go through. Um, and that's what ends up destroying your internal systems. Okay, so now we're fast forward four years later. We have literally done 13 different challenges over four years. We've tested thousands and thousands of clients using this method, eating more calories than they've ever eaten before. And if they do it, 100% of people that do it right end up losing weight, building lean muscle, dropping fat. And if, if in the few cases where they don't, it's very easy for us to adapt. We might have given them too low a calories and their body's, you know, storing it and starving or we messed up with something else, right? But 100% of the time, usually if they eat all their calories. Now, for example, and people are like, no, this can't be true. All right. So I got this client and, uh, you know, she knows who she is and I use her all the time. She came into me and, and, and she's, she had some serious issues, right? She was heavy, over, uh, 200 and something pounds, 228, I think it was. So she's 228 pounds. She's like, I've had it up to here. I've done everything under the sun. 
in regards to weight loss and diets, right? I've been, I've done the HCG. I've done, you know, starving. My doctor put me on 800 calories and shots. I, you know, I've done this. I've done that. I've done 1200. I've done 1500. I've done a thousand. I've done, you know, no this and no grain, no this. And she, she has a bunch of, um, you know, of allergic allergies to food. So, I mean, it's, it's a tough case. So, but everything she told me was caloric deficit, starve, 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 starve. I said, all right, well, let me, let me show you what we do. All right. So I drew it out, explained it on paper so she could see it. And it makes sense when you see it on paper here, you, you need to give your body fuel, but still be in a small deficit so that you can lose weight, and build muscle, told her, she's like, all right, I trust you. Let's do this. All right. Well, it wasn't that easy. She's like, I don't know. I guess so. <laughs> I don't, I don't trust anything. So I put her at, and she was 200 something pounds. We did her, um, her hydrostatic and her resting metabolic rate was around 18 something, 1800 calories. So if I put her at 15, that's 300 less than what her body needs just to sleep. So I put her in at 22. I did my formula that I used. I did 2200 calories and it was still on the low end, like I said. So we tested it. The cool thing about the scale is if you're doing it right, the scale will eventually show you what you want, especially if you're tracking your food, the scale will eventually over time go down if you're doing it right. So what happens though, when you're starving your body for so long, and then you start to eat calories, right? If we're starving our body, 1,200, 1,100, 10, you know, 1,000, your body's not used to getting calories. So it, it can't use those calories as fuel because it's just trying to survive. It has to take all those calories and those units of heat and store them as fat so it doesn't die from, from starvation. So your body's not used to getting calories. So if I go and say, okay, you're, you're used to eating 12, 13, 1,400 calories. Now I need you to eat 22. And you eat those 22. What the hell do you think is going to happen right off the bat? Your body's not used to taking in 22. Plus, your body probably hasn't digested the calories properly in God knows how long. So your body is going to take in that fuel and it's going to hold on to it. So what happens to the scale originally, and I call it the refueling phase, is you gain a little bit of weight, two, three pounds at the most. And I've seen the most I've ever seen is like four pounds. And people say, well, how long do you gain weight? And it's like, well, you gain weight or how long does it take your body to adjust to the calories? And, you know, it's different for everybody. But, you know, it also depends on how long you've been starving yourself. The people that have been starving themselves the longest, it seems like they end up, you know, it takes maybe a week or two. People that haven't been starving themselves that long, it doesn't take as long. So if you start eating your calories, initially your body weight goes up. But once your body starts using those calories as fuel, it ends up starting to drop down because we put them in a caloric deficit, right? So with her, she started to eat and it went up and then it leveled off. So she's eating 2,200 calories. Her weight initially went up, which I expected, and then it leveled off. Now, why did it level off? It leveled off because it was still too low because I went on the low end. I had 1,800, and then I added another 30%, and then I only added 300 for the workout. So it was on the low end, and we tested it. So she weighed in, and it stayed the same. But now she's eating 2,200 calories and not gaining weight, which means what I was telling her was right right? She's eating 2,200 and not gaining weight. So it's like, okay, now we're right. We're just, we're still too low. So we waited another week and she was perfect with her calories and, and, and writing it and tracking it, macros, everything I told her, you're going to eat this many, this percentage of calories. I mean, this percentage of protein, carbs, and fat. She was perfect, which made it a lot easier. So after two weeks, they went on vacation. I was like, you know what? Let's wait till you get back on vacation because most people suck on vacation. They were perfect during their vacation. So when they came back, it's like her weight still hadn't budged. So for three weeks, she ate 2,200 calories, and she didn't she didn't gain at weight at all after the initial two or three pounds. 
So I said, all right, you ready to go? This is what we're going to do. We're going we're gonna to raise it. And she's like, okay. So we raised it another 200. So only 200 because, you know, we put, I put her in a 500 caloric deficit. So I, I, I put her at 200. And then, boom, 30-something pounds later, <laughs> 30 pounds lost later, we're still rocking and rolling, okay? So 2,400 calories this girl was eating, and she's now lost, you know, probably close to 40 at this point. She's still with me. And then she brought her husband in. He's at like 32, 3,400 calories, some crazy number, and he's lost over almost 40 pounds also. But what they've done is they've lost – all of this fat mass, and at the same time, they've given themselves enough fuel to build lean muscle and drop a ton of their body fat percentage, which takes longer, but it's way more effective, and it creates a long-term sustainable fitness habit. Now, unless you are testing people's body fat percentage and getting their metabolic rate, then you can't really do this stuff. And that's why I say we have a unique position because I've been doing it for four years. We've weighed every single one of our of these people in using hydrostatic. We've tested it, and it works every goddamn time. The problem is, is when we tell people to eat more calories, they eat it for the first week, which is really hard. And they're like, oh, my God, I'm so stuffed. I'm so full. I can't eat. I throw up, blah, 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 blah. It's like, cool, eat your calories. And then the second week, they finally start to get it. They start to eat more. But then magically, even though they're eating good, healthy, quality foods, right, more more, you know, lean meats or, or more plant-based, you know, proteins and vegetables and this all of a sudden, because they're eating so much and they've been conditioned that eating more is bad. Now, all of a sudden, after like two weeks, they're like, Oh, I'm feeling so fat. I'm fluffy. And we don't even let them weigh in because we know the scale can be emotionally um, a nightmare. You know, we don't want them weigh until the end of the six weeks so that we can, you know, not have them go insane because they focus on the scale when you can't really do that. So second week, they end up going, oh, you know, I, you know, I'm gaining weight or I feel like I'm gaining weight, right? Because we, you know, from women for everything, they feel like they're gaining weight. I feel like I'm fat. I'm, I'm, and I don't know why the word is fluffy, but everybody, they all feel fluffy. And it's like, just do what we tell you to do. Trust the process. We're not practicing. We're not testing it. Just do it. Eat your fucking calories and watch what happens. The people who do, after week three, their body finally adapts to getting fuel and then they start to get hungry because their body's actually using the calories as fuel. They now have enough carbs for energy. They have enough protein to build lean muscle. They have fat, good fats for their skin, their hair, their nails, their heart, their brain. And they end up starting getting hungry because now their metabolism is actually working again. Their muscle, they're burning calories. They're using it for fuel instead of storing it because their body's starving all day long. And then we actually bump it up a little bit more. And if they do it after six weeks, only six weeks, we've had people lose 10, 12, 14, 16, 18 pounds of fat, build two, three, four, five pounds of lean muscle and drop four, five, six, seven, eight percent body fat in six weeks time using not, you know, a piece of shit scale that doesn't work, using the most accurate form of body fat testing, hydrostatic. We've been doing it for four years. So we know what we're talking about and we keep proving it and proving it and proving it. So when I say eat your effing calories, that is what I mean. Eat your effing calories. If your coach has you on 1,200 or 1,500 calories, and unless you are literally a tiny person, they are starving you, and they don't know what the hell they're doing. And if you want to know what to do, then you need to get rid of them, and you need to start looking into eating your calories, getting your body fat tested, you know, hooking up with, with us or somebody that knows what the hell they're doing, or just do some research and say, you know what, I don't feel good. I'm starving all day long. 
right? And we'll talk about macros, which are just protein and carbs and fat at a different time. Because people are like, well, what about my macros? So what if I'm taking in more protein? If I'm eating enough protein, I should be able to build muscle. Nope, doesn't work that way. If you're starving calories, I don't care if you're taking in 50%, you know, protein. If you're not, if your body doesn't get enough calories, you can't use that protein for fuel. I mean, for building muscle because your body's taking that energy, that heat, and it can't use it to build muscle because it doesn't even have enough fuel to cover living function. So it's not going to use that to build muscle. So if you're that person that works out three times a day because you think that's going to get you better results, unless you're eating three times more or four times more than what your body needs, which no one is, then all you're doing is wasting your time and your effort at the gym. And all you people that think it's the workout, and I've always, you know, I've had a lot of people leave our boot camp because they were super reluctant to eat their calories. And, you know, what's funny is they leave and they bitch and complain, oh, it didn't work because they didn't eat, right? They thought the workout was going to do it. And I don't care what anybody says. You can work out seven days a week, three times a day. If you don't eat your calories, you're not going to get the result you want, guaranteed. Um, and so what would happen is they didn't want to get the results that they, they wanted, because they wouldn't follow the nutrition program. They thought by working hard, that would be enough. And then they leave. And then they go to a new program, whether it's CrossFit or Spin or Hot Yo, or whatever the dumbass thing they want to do. And then they get a result for the first couple of weeks. Well, no shit. You're changing what you're doing. So your body needs to adapt. Your muscles have to work differently, right? Your, bo your body is adapting to that. So you're burning more calories just from you're challenging your body in a different way. So of course, you're going to initially get a little bit of a result. But then if your eating habits don't change, it's going to go right back to what you're doing. So I call those people my hoppers, right? They hop from workout program to workout program to workout program, hoping that the workout is going to change their body. Now, CrossFit, cool thing about CrossFit, and I think CrossFit is good and bad. Um, cool thing about CrossFit, it's got women to start lifting weights, which is good. Bad thing is, is they eat pretty shitty. Um, and the whole paleo thing, I got a whole different, that's another podcast, right? So they... The, the good thing is they're building lean muscle and lean muscle is the key. And, and of course, women are afraid to build muscle because they're going to bulk up, right? Because it's another bullshit thing about bulking up. You're not going to bulk up. What bulks you up is, you know, the gallon of the pint of freaking ice cream you eat at eight o'clock at night when you're watching, you know, Game of Thrones. What bulks you up is having a freaking Chardonnay every single night because you need to get, get the edge off, you know, whatever. And I don't care. I don't care if you have 10 kids. And you're a school teacher and you deal with, you know, or you're, you know, whatever your issue is or stress is during the day, your fat doesn't give a damn. Remember, if you need that bottle, cool, then then just know that you're not going to get your fitness results. You're not going to lose the weight you want to lose. You got to make changes, right? So it's all about eating your freaking calories. So please, if you are eating 12 or less than 12 to 1,500, unless you are 100 pounds, you should not be eating less than 1,500 calories. Because very, very, very few people have slower metabolisms or have less resting metabolic rate than, you know, 13 to 1,200 calories. Um, in four years, you know, I've had every person from, you know, 100 pounds to 250 to 350 pounds. And the resting metabolic rate, their, their, their metabolism, the range is not that great. So we've been testing it. It works. But you got to eat your fucking calories or eat your effing calories. That's what's um, that's what our motto is at boot camp. And magically, and it's not magic; it's really simple in science. And I just explained it. But magically, the people who do it get great results, and it's long term. And then my last point, and this is really important: the the whole thing with fat fast weight loss. The problem with weight gain is typically there's an emotional um, issue behind weight gain, especially if you're really overweight. 
It's usually a lack of self-worth, some sort of traumatic experience. You know, four out of fem- four out of five women have been sexually assaulted. Um, and those types of traumatic, you know, people leave, people die. Those traumatic experiences, we subconsciously make a decision about ourselves during that time, right? We were supposed to trust that person or whatever. And then we usually turn on ourselves. I'm, I'm, I'm not good enough or what's wrong with me or whatever. And then that reflects in our eating habits. And a lot of times people will gain weight as a protection. So there's a lot of emotional issues. Do you really think like 30 years of emotional issue goes away in six fucking weeks if you lose 20 pounds? No. Same thing with the goddamn gastric sleeves or all these surgeries. When you're morbidly obese, when you're 50, 60, 100, 200 pounds overweight, there is a serious emotional issue there that needs to be handled. The weight is the end result of that. So if you go and just change the size of your stomach, you have not changed the problem, which is the actual emotional issue. So losing weight fast, right? When people come to me like, oh, you know, I've got a wedding in five weeks. I need to lose 20 pounds. I'll tell them, this isn't the place for you. Go starve. Go be, you know, go do what you're going to do, but you, we're not going to be the place because we're, we're trying to do long-term sustainable fitness and that's fat loss with muscle gain and drop body fat. But what we have is when you do it slowly and a pound of a week at a time, which is only four pounds per month, but over 12 months, that's, you know, 12 times four, what's that? 48. That's almost 50 pounds in a year. That's pretty good. You take 50 pounds off of you right now or off anybody that's overweight. That's a pretty damn good thing. But over a year's time, that gives you a lot of time to really work on and deal with whatever emotional issue is behind it, right? So you have the luxury of time. You want it to go slow. You want to feel the process because it is about the process. It's not about, you know, the end result of losing the weight. It's about how the hell you got there in the first place. What's wrong? Let's identify that and let's take the right, proper, healthy steps to get fit. And if you do that, you're going to have a long-term sustainable fitness, health, healthy lifestyle. And that's what we want. And that's what I want for you. So hopefully this podcast helped. I hope it, it shed some light. If you're that person eating 1,200 calories, for the love of God, stop. And I can give you a quick guideline. If you're basically if you're 100 to 125 pounds, you should be eating about 1,500. If you're 125 to 150, you should be having about 17. If you're 150 to 175, you should have about 19. If you're, you know, 175 to 2, you should have about 21. If you're above 200 pounds, you should be about 22 to 2,500 calories. That's pretty close RMR, resting metabolic rate place. So if, if you just need something right now, you know, rewind that or however the hell you do it on podcast, you know, go slide back on the thing and eat those calories. And if you do that, and don't be eating shitty calories, try to have good protein, carbs, and fat. That's for another day. I'll talk about macros. Uh, That'll that'll probably be next. Um, But try to eat healthier foods. We all know what healthy foods to eat. If I asked you, hey, name some healthy foods, you'd come up with a bunch of stuff. Yeah, eat that stuff. We know what healthy foods are. It doesn't have to taste like shit. You know, it, it can taste good. Find healthy foods that you actually try and like. Eat those and try to hit your calories. And if you hit those calories and you're eating healthier food, I can guarantee you that you will drop weight while building lean muscle, dropping body fat. You'll look better. You'll feel better. You'll have more energy. Your skin, hair, and nails will be better. Everything in your life will be better. And because it's a longer process, you'll be able to, you'll be able to overcome a lot of the emotional issues that arise and come with that. And hopefully you have a great support system and then you'll be good. Okay. So I hope that helped. Um, 
I hope you learned something. I hope you understand calories now. And if you, you know, if you're not counting them or, or you should, and don't listen to the idiots that tell you not to. Um, so that's it for today. Thanks for listening. Uh, once again, you can always find me on Instagram and on Twitter at FBBC Corey, Fit Body Bootcamp, FBBC Corey. Um, and then you won't be able to find me on email because you'll be one of like 15,000 or 10,000 that I haven't read already. Um, so hope that helps. Love you guys. Look me up. Share this. If you have a girlfriend or a, or a guy friend or whatever that's starving themselves, which we all do, um, and you need them to just be more healthy and, and eat, send them this 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 podcast, and hopefully they learn something. They start eating their effing calories. All right. In the meantime, uh, no excuses because we all know your fat doesn't care. Thanks, and we'll see you soon.